0: great news we now have a patreon account patreon allows you to support us so that we can continue to grow the podcast bring you amazing content and make sure that we bring you the best guests to help you level up your life and business for as little as one dollar you can support us and there's also different levels that allow you to donate and support the podcast that give you exclusive access to behind the scenes content tools resources coaching and so much more So if you'd love to support us, just go to Patreon.com slash Grind and Gratitude. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Grind and Gratitude. Or just click the link in this episode. Thank you so much. Have you ever heard people say, turn your mess into your message or turn your test into your testimony? I hear those things all the time. And you might be thinking, well, what does that really mean? And do I have a mess that I can turn into a message or a test that I can turn into a testimony? Well, that's what I want to talk about in this episode. Coming up next. You're listening to the Grind and Gratitude Show. I am Danny Stone, and I've dedicated my entire life to helping people win win in their careers, win in their businesses, and win in their lives. This podcast is going to help you get on your grind and hustle to create the life that you love and walk in gratitude along the journey. Each episode, I'll teach you tools and tactics and bring you conversations with experts that will help you turn your passion into a thriving online business. Life isn't about wishing for something greater. It's about making it happen. There's something special about you. Grind until you find it. Be grateful when you get it. Coach Stone is in the building. What's going on, everybody? I am Danny Stone, also known as Coach Stone. Welcome to this episode of the Grind and Gratitude Show. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much. If you've been an avid listener, you know I got love for you. In this episode, I want to talk about turning your mess into your message. Turning your mess into your message. Or... You may have heard people say turning your tests into your testimony, but what does that really mean? And what does that mean for you in terms of you finding that message inside of you that you can get out to the world and really inspire and empower other people? I've been hearing this for many, many years, you know, learn to turn your mess into your message. And I never really got what it was, even though it seemed like I was kind of doing that at at that point when I really didn't understand. But why? What is it? Why is it important? Why do you need to find your 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 message in your mess? Well, let's talk about that because we all have a past. We all have things that we've been through. We've all had challenges, difficult situations, life experiences, wins, things that we never thought we could achieve, amazing experiences and opportunities. And not so amazing experiences and opportunities. But in all of that, in those difficult times, in those challenging times, what we call a mess, you know, that's what we call kind of the mess. In those messy times when you just couldn't figure things out, or you were making a lot of mistakes, or you had a lot of failures, or a lot of struggles, or a lot of challenges. In those times, in that mess... What did you do? What were you feeling? What were you experiencing that kind of kept you there for a longer time than probably you wanted to be? Right? So we all have to look at that. We all have to look at the things that have kind of held us back from living the life that we wanted. Because at some point, we made mistakes. We failed. We we messed up. We messed up relationships. We messed up jobs. We We messed up in terms of our health and our wellness and our finances. We've messed up and we got to get real with ourselves. And for some of us, we don't want to get real with ourselves. And I get that. You know, sometimes going back, looking at your past is very painful. But in that pain and in that mess, you have a message and there's information that you can get out there that people are waiting for right now. Think about it. Think about people who inspire you. You know, have you ever read a book that has inspired you? Have you ever, you know, heard somebody speak who just lit you on fire in terms of their words and the conviction that they spoke with? What's your favorite movie? Why, did, why is it your favorite movie? What's your favorite song? Why is it your favorite song? There's things out there that inspire you. And why do they inspire you? Because there's a story there. There's a message And if that message can inspire you, then you have a message that can inspire other people. Even if you think that your story is not that compelling, even if you think that your mess is embarrassing, or even if you think that your past is, you know, is really um, not that interesting, you have a story, you have many stories, you have what I call champion stories within you. And most of us aren't brave enough to tell those stories. And because you're not telling those stories, you can't be that individual that inspires other people, that empowers other people, that ignites something within other people because you're keeping those stories to yourself. You have to be bold enough to look at that mess and make a decision that you have a story. You have lessons. There's things that you learned that are valuable, not, not just to you, but to other people. And I think for many of us, like, I didn't know that. I I didn't know that my story mattered to anybody. Why would my story matter to anybody? I'm just some kid that grew up in low-income housing, surrounded by drugs and crime. I'm a university dropout. Why would my story inspire anybody else? And what I realized is that even when I wasn't clear about my story, even when I wasn't fully through the challenges that I had or the messiness, I was still sharing lessons along the way and, and people are really resonating with it. And so I'm always conflicted when people say, um, you know, show, show people your, your scars and not your wounds. I think I heard somebody say that maybe it was Amy Porterfield, you know, show people your scars and not your wounds. And what that means is, you know, wait, until you come out on the other side of a challenging situation before you go back and really talk about it because you're not as emotional. You have more clarity and a different perspective than when you're going through something, because when you're going through something, you can only see it from that perspective, the stuck perspective, the not, you're not where you want to be the messiness. But once you make it through, you can see it from a whole different angle, a whole different perspective. You're not as emotional and, and there's different lessons that you may be able to draw from that as opposed to when you're in the middle of the messiness. And, and I agree with that to a certain extent. I do think that you know there is power in really coming through a situation, sitting down, reflecting about what happened. What were you feeling at the time? What were you experiencing? What did you learn? What were the outcomes? Like what happened? I, I believe in all of that. But I also believe too, That sometimes you just have to be one step ahead of the people that you're sharing your your message with, and here's a perfect example. When I was growing up in low income housing, I was you know I used to do a lot of youth work, so I I was 15 and 16 years old, and I would work with the younger kids, you know, six, seven, eight, and I was still struggling, like I was still running in the streets and 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 moving with the wrong crowd and. You know, I was still getting arrested for doing dumb things when I was 16, 17, and 18. And if I had waited until, you know, I graduated university to go back and speak to those young people and try to inspire people in my neighborhood, then that would have never happened because I never graduated university. (laughs) So they'd still be waiting. And so... What I realized that even though I wasn't where I wanted to be, even though I was still going through my messiness, like my dad wasn't around, he left when I was an infant, I was moving with the wrong crowd, I was getting arrested, I was doing all, doing all of these bad things, yet there was something in me that still said, look, you have a message that you can help out younger people in your neighborhood. And even though you're not where you want to be, even though you haven't come through it, even though you're still struggling with doing the right thing and the wrong thing, you can still give back. And that's what I started doing. And in the middle of doing that, you know, working with younger people in my neighborhood, speaking life into them, you know, having them, you know, see that I, I was trying to better myself, that I wanted to go to university, that I had dreams and aspirations. They saw that. And then they started doing, you know, dreaming big and and, and changing what they thought was possible for them. And so I do agree that sometimes you should come through the messiness and really understand it, especially if you're trying to teach it to other people. But the other thing is sometimes people just need the information right away. You know, how long is it going to take you to come through the messiness before you can actually go back, get it clear in your mind and teach to other people? It could be years, it could be a year, it could be five, it could be 10. And in that time, there's people that aren't getting that message. There's people who are waiting on you, waiting on you to deliver that information. And so I'm, I'm really, I am really believe in, in in both ways. I believe that sometimes you have to come through all the messiness and you have to come through that test in order to deliver that testimony. But sometimes you could be still going through it and reach back and inspire other people uh, to to continue to move through it and to fight through it as, as well. The point is, you have a story. You have many stories. And I, I think sometimes when you look at people and you look at these amazing speakers or you look at these authors or you look at these people that have these huge platforms on social media and they're telling their stories to thousands or millions of people, you you look and you say, I'm not like them. I don't have a a powerful story like that. I'm not an amazing speaker like them. I don't have a book out. I don't have a TV show. I don't have a podcast. Who wants to listen to me? Maybe you grew up in a middle-class family and you might be like, my life was pretty great, but I I still had some challenges, but who wants to hear the challenges of someone who grew up in a middle-class family with both their parents? Lots of people. Who wants to hear the challenges about somebody who's made a million dollars in their business and lost it all? Lots of people. Who wants to hear the challenges of not being a great parent and, and really understanding that I wasn't a good parent and that I had to do some work on myself and become a better parent? And now, you know, I have a great relationship with my kids. Who wants to hear that story? Lots of people want to hear that story. Who wants to hear the story about how I was such a terrible boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife. And I messed up my relationships over the years. And and now I know how to be a better partner. And maybe you've landed the right person for you. And now you're in a loving, thriving relationship. Who wants to hear that story? Lots of people. Your mess can be your message. Stop talking yourself out of it. Stop saying you don't have a mess. Stop saying there's no message from your mess because there is we all have stories. We all have lessons. We've all been on this journey called life. And no matter how small you think those lessons are or how small you think that mess is, so many other people are going to be able to relate to that. So many other people. I never knew that. I never knew that until until I started sharing my message, my messages with people and their reactions the way people were reacting when I would share my stories was, you know, people were emotional. They would connect with it. They, would be, they could see themselves in my story. They were just emotional because maybe they had felt out of place at some time. Maybe they felt unwelcome. Maybe they felt unloved. Maybe they felt like they weren't good enough. Maybe they were still holding themselves hostage because of their past and the mistakes that they made. And me going out there and sharing and being vulnerable And being brave enough to tell my story, it just opened up something in so many people. And and I'm, I'm so honored and thankful and blessed and grateful to be able to share my stories, my champion story with so many people around the world. You know, even this podcast, we have listeners from 40 different countries who tune in. And if you're tuned in from, you know, wherever you're tuned in from right now, I thank you because... You're a part of this journey too. The, the fact that you tune in, and you listen to my words, and, and they may or may not resonate with you. I don't know. If they do, let me know. Send me a message on Instagram, at I am Danny Stone. But I want you to know this. I want you to understand this. Nobody is more special than you. Nobody is more important than you. Nobody is more relevant than you. It doesn't matter how much money they have or you have. It doesn't matter where they live, what they drive, the lifestyle they live. There's a reason that you're on this earth. You are unique. You have 10 different fingerprints. No one else has any of the fingerprints that you have. So that's 10 times the understanding that you should have that you are unique. Nobody else on this planet with over seven and a half billion people have your fingerprints. So what does that mean? It means that you are special. It means that you're unique. It means that there's nobody else like you. Twins don't have the same fingerprint. Triplets don't have the same fingerprints. Quadruplets don't have the same fingerprints. That's crazy. Isn't that so crazy to you? quadruplets all have their own fingerprints. That means that everybody on this planet is unique. And in that uniqueness, you have a message. And that message comes from the mess. Think about where you were three years ago in terms of your life, your health, your wellness, your relationships, your finances, all of these things. What have you learned about yourself? What have you overcome? What have you moved through that you never thought you could get through? That's a part of your story. That's your journey. And so we have to be brave enough to sit down and say, you know what? I'm going to turn this mess, this test into my message or my testimony. And it's hard. It really is difficult. But you have to really sit down and think about your journey Think about the experiences that have made you who you were. How, how did you get to be the person that you were? Because of your childhood experiences, because of your teenage experiences, because of your, your experiences as an adult. All of the things that have happened to you in your life have made you who you are. Where you grew up, who your parents were, the schools you went to, the neighborhood you lived in the experiences that you had, the sports teams that you may or may not have played on, the instruments that you played, the things that you did for fun, the things that you currently do, all of these things have made you who you are. And in making you who you are, it's a reminder that there's nobody else like you. People can have similar experiences, but your experiences are unique because of how you felt, what you were experiencing, who was around you, the lessons that you learned, what you would do differently. All of these things are unique to you. And so you have to learn to first come to terms with you've been through some things. (laughs) Just be real with yourself. You have been through some things and you may go through some things again, but you're resilient. You're naturally creative. You're curious. You're whole. You're not broken. And if you've gotten through some things in the past, you can do it again. But when you actually sit down and you look at the things that you've been through, those are lessons for you. And I think part of the challenge is some of us don't sit down and actually think about the mess that we've been through. We don't think about the things that have really made us who we are. And that's why we end up in the same situations over and over again, because part of telling your your, your story and getting that message out there is for you. It helps you to gain clarity in your own life. Like when I started sitting down and writing out my journey and writing out my stories, my champion stories, there were things that it was unlocking in my mind and in my spirit and in my heart that I had kind of locked away. And I realized that once I sat down and really started writing out these stories, it really kind of helped me to understand that I had been through some things. (laughs) And it's funny because when I tell other people these stories, they're like, yeah, of course you've been through some things. But I never realized it because I had lived it. And sometimes when you have these lived experiences, you understand that you've gone through them, but you don't understand the extent of how deeply rooted some of those challenges were. You don't really understand how messy those things were that you really had to overcome. And so when you sit down and you write them out and you get honest and you're vulnerable and you're brave to sit down and think about all of the challenging things that you've been through, but also some of the amazing things that you've been through as well. You know, what are the things that were so difficult for you to, to, to achieve that you never thought you could achieve and how did you do it? Who did you have to become to make it happen? When you sit down and you do all of these things, you write them out, you start to look at how you were feeling at the time, you look at the lessons, you look at the outcomes, and then you start to craft those stories and those messages. It's so powerful because it unlocks something inside of your spirit, not just in your mind, but in your heart, in your spirit, that you've accomplished something, you've been through something, and you're still here. And that's, what people need to hear from you. They need to hear your message. They need to hear your stories. They need your testimony because there's people right now who are where you were three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, last year. There's people who are where you were and you can share that information and help them to get through it. And so that's why I'm so I'm so sort of fired up and so energized around people sharing their messages because I'm telling you, sharing my message has opened up so many doors for me. So many doors. I mean, I remember applying for jobs that I was completely unqualified for in my mind. So I thought, you know, in reading the job description, I never met the requirements. They wanted a master's degree or they wanted a degree. I'd never even completed my, my university degree. I'm a university dropout. They wanted five years experience. I had none in some cases. All of these things told me, don't apply for those jobs. You'll never get them. And for some reason, the universe said, give this guy an interview. And it was in the interviews that I had opportunities to show who I was to share some of my messages in terms of the things that I've accomplished in my life, some of the difficult things I've been through. And those were the things that really ended up helping me land jobs in these corporate world, managing training for big companies. And I would have never have gotten those jobs if I didn't really sit down with a pen and paper and think about my journey and think about the things i've overcome and think about the things that i was able to accomplish that i never thought i could it was sitting down and doing that that really gave me the insight into who i am and then i was able to translate that into you know stories and in the interview processes and places that i've spoken and in the books that i've written and here on the podcast i was able to turn all of that mess into powerful messages that have taken me places I could never imagine. And I know it can be the same for you. And so I know what you're thinking right now. You're thinking, Danny, like, how do I do all of this? How do I find those, those champion stories inside of me? How do I kind of figure those stories out and get them out to the world? Well, I'll tell you some a quick way to do it. Get a notebook and a pen and paper. You sit down and you say to yourself, what are the five three to five instances or experiences I've had in my life that have shaped who I am? And you you write it down. Write down what happened, who was there, how were you feeling? the lessons that you learned, what was the outcome? Write it all out for all five of those. and then start sharing them. Share them on social media. Talk to your family, your friends, you know, go live on Instagram or Facebook, just start sharing those stories and see how they connect with people. You'll be surprised in terms of how they connect with people. And if you're a business owner, you definitely need to be sharing these stories. You know, as an entrepreneur, I've been sharing a lot of my stories for many, many years. And it's really helped me to grow my business because people can relate to stories Right, we 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 see stories in our mind. We we understand the power of stories, and that's how we think. That's how we relate. We have emotional connections to stories. There's a reason why every single brand out there tells stories. And I've said this many times: Why do uh, toilet paper uh, companies run commercials? <laughs> we all have to use toilet paper, but they tell stories because stories. They're not just in your mind, but they sit in your heart. And if you have a business, you need to be telling stories. Tell the story about why you started your business. What was it that made you start your business? Tell the story about why you decided to put yourself out there in terms of a speaker. Tell your story in terms of why you love being an entrepreneur. Tell the story of why you are so concerned and so interested in helping people solve their problems with your service or your product. Tell the stories. When you're an entrepreneur and you tell stories, that's how you build authority. That's how you resonate with your customers. That's how you build your brand. Storytelling has been around since the beginning of time for a reason. And that reason is it resonates with people. It sits in their soul. It sits in their hearts, and their minds. They remember them. The stories get passed on for tens of thousands of years. And so when you learn to turn that mess into a message, what is that message that you want to put out there to the world? You have a message. What's important to you? What's important to you right now? If you had the opportunity to speak to a million people, What would that message be? Whatever that message is, I want you to start working it out in your mind. Sit down and write out your own personal message, the the messiness that you've been through. What did you learn? What were the outcomes? What were the experiences? How has your life changed as a result? Talk about all of those things because that's what people connect with. Tell the story and not tell the story, show the story. Let people experience the story. Let them live it with you. And, you know, the other thing too is who inspires you? Look to the people who inspire you, the books that you read, the the people you follow on social media, the people that you look to for motivation and inspiration. Talk about that. That's a whole other layer to stories as well. How have they inspired you to do something different? How did they get you through your mess? You know, it doesn't always just have to be your own personal challenges or your own personal mess that you've gone through on your own, how did other people help you to get through it? How did your family, your friends, your mentors, your coaches, your, your family members, how have other people helped you to get through some of the mess that you've been through? Like, think about all of that, because I truly believe that there's people out here right, right now waiting on you to get your message out. They're waiting on you. They don't know you. You don't know them. And you don't. maybe you don't even know how you're going to get it out there. Maybe you're not even clear about what it is. But at, once you make a commitment to sit down and get honest about everything that you've been through, the ups, the downs, the, the failures, the mistakes, the wins, the, the the losses, the things you've overcome, the things you never thought you could do that you've accomplished. Once you sit down and you actually get clear about that and you write it out and you figure out everything that you've learned. And you start to share that with other people, you will be amazed. You'll be amazed at how they start to react. I never knew. I never knew that my words could could resonate with people. I'm, I talk to. I go into big companies and speak. I'm just some kid that again is a university dropout. Again, grew up without a dad. Again, arrested three times before the age of eighteen. Again, was told I was a bad writer and have two books out. You know, I could have just wrote, my, wrote myself off and said, "Look, I don't have a message. Nobody wants to listen to me. No, who wants to hear from me? I, I, I don't know. I'm not worthy of ev- anyone even hearing my message. I'm no Les Brown. I'm no Tony Robbins. I could have said all of those things, but I didn't because. After the first time that I got tricked into public speaking, I realized that my voice matters. My voice matters. I have a message that people need. I have stories that can help people change their lives. And I had to be brave enough to share those stories. And this isn't just about me. I believe the same for you. I believe you have stories. I believe you have information. I believe that Some of that mess that you've been through can be a powerful message that you can deliver to other people. So I want you to take some time to sit down. Think of those three to five experiences that that have really helped to shape who you are. Write them out. What did you learn from them? What lessons did you get from that? How did you overcome it? What were the outcomes? And then start sharing. Just start sharing and you'll be amazed at how that mess can become a powerful message. So that's it for this episode. That's all I wanted to share. I really hope that you sit down and you start to think about some of these things, whether you're working in your job right now, whether you're a business owner, whether you're you're unemployed, whether you're at home with your kids, whatever you are doing in this world, whether you're a student, whatever you're doing in this world, understand that, You're here for a reason. You have a message. You have information. You have knowledge. You have experiences that people need. And it's up to you to deliver that information. That's it for this episode, everybody. Take care. Thanks so much for being my co-host on this episode of the Grind and Gratitude Show. I really appreciate you. I hope that you learned something and you're motivated to take action and get on your grind. Didn't that go by fast? If you want more, head over to grindinggratitude.com for show notes and more information about this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a rating so more people will tune in. And let me say this. There's something special about you. Grind until you find it. Be grateful when you get it.